Do you feel stuck? Tired of wrestling with shame, insecurity, and hiding your flaws? Friend, I've been there, and it's time to come out of hiding. God wants to meet you in the middle of your big, hot mess. I'm Kimberly Stokes, and I'm on mission to help real women just like you get unstuck and meet Jesus in all the ordinary moments. I want to call you out of hiding so you can start really living in increased intimacy with God. Ephesians 3.20 says God can do far more than you could ever imagine. This is the Imagine More podcast, and I'm so glad you joined me for today's show. Hello, lovely. Today's episode is Own Your Attitude. I wanted to share with you and think you'll really benefit just from hearing some of my own personal struggles with depression and how I was forced to own my attitude and the ways that it it really helped me in such practical ways. So in my battles with depression on and off over the past four years, I was about as far from joy as I could possibly be. There were seasons when I was completely depressed, totally disengaged with life. I was so apathetic and just full of self-pity. Honestly, I just wished I could be done with life in that season. I just remember wishing, I mean, just thinking, I wish I could go to heaven. It just sounded so good. I'd lost my zest for living. I wasn't suicidal, but I remember awakening every day with just like a deep dread in my heart of the facing day. And if you've been there, if you struggled with depression, you know it's not fun. And to be honest, I felt victimized by depression. But the Lord would gently remind me that I was a powerful person who didn't have to allow depression or health issues to control me. And a quote that the Lord used to get my attention was this. It says, when you can't control what is happening, challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening. That's where your power lies. And the Lord also used 1 Corinthians I mean, 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. In my battle with depression, though that verse, the short but powerful verse, it was like my lifeline. And it deals with the attitude of your heart. And it was like, no matter what I encounter in life, I choose my heart attitude, either intentionally or by default. And sadly, in that season when I was struggling with depression, My default attitude was so negative because I was completely self-absorbed. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And really, in that season, I God was walking me through how I live out the reality of those three little verses. But in this podcast, we're really going to focus on verse 16, which says, Be joyful always. There's such power when we realize that we can own our attitude. And I began to realize that I'm a powerful person, even when I feel weak, when I feel powerless, when I feel depressed, I can still make powerful choices. That I'm not a victim to depression. I'm not a victim to my emotions. I'm not a victim to my negativity or to my circumstances that seem out of my control. So learning to engage the Lord in my battle with depression showed me that joy wasn't an emotion. Joy is such a powerful weapon against the enemy and against my own flesh and my own negativity. And joy is a choice. 
it's a powerful choice and it's a biblical choice. And God continually reminded and encouraged me to make the choice to rejoice moment by moment, even when the feeling wasn't there. And really to rejoice, it's like just a decision to choose a happy heart attitude. When there was nothing in my personal life that seemed positive, I could always choose to be happy or rejoice in the unchanging nature of God. However, to rejoice really required me to stop focusing on myself and start focusing on Jesus. In the Message Bible, Romans 8.8 says, Focusing on self is the opposite of focusing on God. And I had unintentionally become so self-absorbed due to that depression and the health issues I was facing at the time. But it was time for a shift. It was time for me to take responsibility of my attitude, regardless of how I felt physically or emotionally. The Lord challenged me to choose joy and live out 1 Thessalonians 5.16 minute by minute. That's what I want to encourage and challenge you in today. Joy is your birthright. Joy is your weapon. But I learned God is not going to force his joy on me. It's my choice to rejoice. And it's your choice. He's not going to force his joy on you. So I could choose to have a happy heart, choose to rejoice, or I could choose to wallow in self-pity. And I'd tried self-pity for months on end. And honestly, it wasn't very fun. So I I decided to try God's way and resolutely refused to be a victim any longer to depression and sickness. And I couldn't control what was happening and I couldn't control that depression, but I could control how I responded to it. So I started taking responsibility for the attitude of my mind and the attitude of my heart. And it was so empowering. And really, that was the initial step of me moving from feeling and being a victim to becoming a victor. And just, you know, realize nothing changed except my attitude and my response to what was happening. And that, my friend, was a huge shift. And that's what I want to call you into today, to own your attitude regardless of how you're feeling or what's going on in your life. So in that season for me, every morning, first thing I would do is meditate on the three short little verses in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. I would say it out loud. I would personalize it. I would say something like, you know, I'm a powerful person. I choose joy no matter what. I pray continually. I'm going to choose to stay connected to the heart of God today. I choose to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for me. It really became my mantra. And I was in such a rough place that I daily began to make verbal declarations to set my mind and heart on the truth of God's word, just to like anchor my mind, my heart, and my spirit in truth. And for me, it was such a powerful tool and helped me own my attitude. And if you want to access, I put those daily declarations on my website. It's a free download and you can access those. Just go to the website at imaginemoreministries.org 
go to the resources page and you can click on daily declarations. It's a free download. So if you're struggling with depression, if you're in a really difficult season, get that download and just start daily going through and declaring those statements and those verses out loud and intentionally owning your attitude. I think I'm going to do a podcast on daily declarations because it's such a powerful tool. I wrote different verses out and I would just keep God's word ever before me, just little power, little power verses to help anchor my heart in truth, to help remind me to choose joy in that season. For me, it was a minute by minute choice to not be self-absorbed, to not focus on my feelings, my health issues, like all the woes, and to get just turned so inward, but to turn my heart towards Jesus. Practically, that meant when I realized I was in my default mold of thinking about me, which happened all the time, I simply asked Holy Spirit to fill me and would consciously shift my focus back to Jesus, to gaze upon Him. And there was no shame or condemnation in that. It was just like, yes, oh God, forgive me. Help me, Jesus. Fill me, Holy Spirit. And just that whole making that shift from focusing on myself to focusing on Jesus. As I focused on myself, it led to more depression. But as I began to intentionally focus on Jesus, it was a pathway really to freedom and joy. So I began to make the choice. What does it look like to rejoice in God, right? What does that mean? For me, it was to rejoice in the amazing nature of who God is and his strength, his love, his kindness, his joy, his beauty, his incredible mercy, his hope, his fullness, And sometimes I would just say it out loud, like, you know, Jesus, I just rejoice in who you are. You're amazing. You're the savior of the world. You're the savior of my heart. There's no one like you. God, I rejoice in who you are. We thank him for his nature, that his joy was my strength. So instead of focusing on my lack of happiness, my emotional state or depression, continually shifting that focus to the fullness of who Jesus was. And as I did this, another element of this was really turning my affection towards him. Um, It could be with worship. I would choose, you know, I would sometimes just put it on repeat, different worship songs over and over, listening to that and singing and engaging my heart and mind, my affection on God. But it was more than worship in the form of a song. It was getting my heart and mind to be stayed upon God and not upon me. Psalm 16 verses 8 and 9 was a verse that I claimed in that season. And it says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. So it was like making a conscious decision to have a happy heart, that my heart is glad in God and with my words, choosing to rejoice in the unchanging nature of God. Choosing to be preoccupied with Jesus, not with myself. And back at like the end of 2017 and in 2018, just the acronym for joy, which I'm sure we've all heard, which is like J-O-Y, Jesus, others, yourself. You know, it sounds so elementary, but being mindful of that, I wrote that in my journal. And really, that was my theme for the year throughout 2018 was, Lord, I want to live out that little acronym of joy. Jesus first, then others. Lastly, myself. And in that, a way that I would kind of get out of my just self-absorption was 
choosing to pray for other people. I would even reach out to other people, friends, and just say, hey, what's going on? How can I pray for you in this season? And so choosing to pray for others was just a practical thing that helped me get my focus off of me. And as a side note, if you're struggling and if you're in a really rough season right now, I just challenge you, friend, don't isolate. Reach out to someone. Reach out to a couple of friends. Let them know that you're struggling and ask for prayer. Humble yourself. You know, our friends can't know that we're in a rough season if we don't invite them into that place. And when I was in that dark, dark place of depression, I was vulnerable and I shared with my friends. I asked them to pray for me. I told them I'm really desperate. It's not good to isolate when we go through rough seasons. And the kingdom of God really is lived out in community. So let other people journey with you through your struggle. I wanted to share an excerpt from my journal um, in early in that season when I began to partner with God and just really own my attitude and live out the reality of 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. So this is what I wrote in my journal. I wrote, okay, so making powerful choices isn't easy. I'm really choosing minute by minute to not give in to depression and apathy. Sometimes the most powerful choice I can make is to be happy. And that just stuck with me. And I would remember that throughout the day. Sometimes the most powerful choice I can make is just to be happy. Choosing a happy heart. Choosing to own my attitude and not give in to negativity, apathy, and depression. Honestly, as I journeyed through dep- through that like struggle of depression, there were countless times I didn't want to pursue God. But He had called me to make that powerful choice regardless of my physical or emotional state. And a huge shift occurred as I intentionally began to choose Him, focus on Him, not my emotions, my negativity, or my health issues. Psalm 2711 says, You fill me with joy in your presence. And God's presence really is the key. He is our faithful partner. And he wants to teach us day by day the power of joy over our struggle. Whatever you're facing, whether that's depression or a situation you're walking through. So I just want to encourage you. He's your faithful partner. And he's greater than your struggle. He's greater than any obstacle you face. He's greater than your depression. He's greater than your disappointment. And Jesus wants to partner with you minute by minute through whatever you're facing. My question for you today is, are you tired of being a victim to your circumstances, to your emotions, to your health issues, or a situation that feels out of your control Are you ready to partner with God and live out the reality of 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18? Regardless of how you feel, are you willing to own your attitude? Friend, I want to encourage you. You can choose joy and really move from being a victim to a victor as you engage Jesus and make powerful choices minute by minute. Joy really is your birthright And it's your weapon against depression. But God will never, ever, ever force it on you. He gives you the freedom of choice. And I just dare you begin to choose joy. Own your attitude and lean into the heart of God. Depression is real. It is a real struggle. (laughs) I've been there and done that. But I've learned it's so much better 
to make powerful choices and own my attitude. Negativity happens so easily when we're depressed, but we can, and, and really that negativity, it can become the, de- the default attitude. That's where I was. It was my default attitude, but we can own our attitude and choose with God to get out of that pit. Reminding myself that I'm a powerful person who can make powerful decisions. I mean, that sounds like such a minor thing, but it was huge in that season. So girlfriend, I want you to imagine that we are having coffee and I'm looking across the table at you, looking in your eyes. And I want to tell you, you are a powerful person. You can make powerful choices even when you feel powerless. So today I challenge you to own your attitude and engage God in the midst of your struggle. You are going to make it through the season as you lean into God's strength. You can make powerful choices regardless of how you feel. When you can't control what's happening to you, remember you can always control how you respond to what's happening. That's where your power lies. God is with you, friend, and it's his delight to partner with you every moment of every day. You can lean into his nearness and own your attitude, and I promise it will help. I'm glad you joined me for this episode of the Imagine More podcast. Please leave your comments and let me know what you enjoyed about today's show. And check out our blog and online resources at imaginemoreministries.org. We're in the process of developing practical new resources to help real women live in the fullness of Christ. I'm glad we're on the journey together.